go. Cold open. <laughs> huh? I guess we did code open because you're not ready. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Uh, welcome to Catch on Fire with your host, Rob Hot. Most of the most. Yes. This is the afterburn, the side stories of Couch on Fire podcast with me, Rob. Um, this week we're doing another episode with Ryan Testerman. We're talking about traveling, um, and this one's going to be about the lovely country of Japan. I actually have a lot of questions. Uh, well, actually, there's a couple more questions to ask about the Japan one that weren't in the Europe one. Because Europe, I understand why you went there. Japan, I have no fucking clue why you went there. So, <laughs> so let's start from the I beginning. Mean, why the hell did you go there? Go. Yeah, I was going to say, who doesn't want to go to Japan? Japan like, is awesome, man. Everyone loves Japan. Everyone, like, no one has, like, ever, if you everyone had the opportunity to, like, go to Japan, no one would be like, Japan, hell no. Like, Japanese food is, well, just Asian food in general is the shit. Um, would you just like wake up like, one day and just say fuck it i'm going to japan no of course like joe and i are like big gamer dorks so yeah. um you know i love my one of my favorite games of all time metal gear solid you know okay Hideo, Hideo kojima uh japanese a lot of japanese like culture and throwbacks in his games that i always wanted to kind of explore yeah um and plus just a it's just a beautiful country man it's just like uh-huh. It's just so damn clean. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's dive right into it. So, first things first, was it a lot of money to go over there, and how long did it take for you? Because isn't a different that that see traveling to Europe is you're going back in time or you're going forward in time, but what Japan's that's like a whole nother day, right? <laughs> yeah, it's twelve hours. It was a twelve hour difference, dude. So literally the complete opposite of here on the east coast which was crazy that took a bit to get used to mm-hmm. well was it a lot of money for sure how much money was it i mean not to pry into your life but <laughs> uh the flight was definitely expensive that's the most expensive flight and consequently one of the most miserable flights i've ever done um <laughs> it was the flight itself was almost uh like a thousand almost i think yeah if, if not more it might have been more than a thousand um and then the flight itself was just long, the longest flight I've ever been on. Even if it maybe physically wasn't, it just felt like it was probably because of the time difference, but I'm pretty sure physically it was actually the longest flight I've ever been on. Um, but you, that was also the first flight where I'm pretty sure I got free alcohol. Yeah. Good time. Well, did, did you like fall asleep on the plane? I mean, like, how, how do you deal with a long flight like that? Like, how do people deal with that kind of shit? Because well, now, I, thought, I thought flying to Hawaii was long. And then you're on top of like from yeah, Hawaii. Yeah, Hawaii is Hawaii. It's long. That's the second longest flight I've been on. It is long. Mm-hmm. But Japan's farther away. So how? Yes. And did you go across the U.S. or did you go the other way? Like where do you? Where... I, <laughs> I couldn't tell you the route, but as far as like dealing with the boredom of a flight, I mean, we have it easy now, dude. Like, cause Netflix, you can download their episodes of stuff. Yeah. So like. For my last trip, dude, I just downloaded like an entire season of like Ozark and brought a book and was fine. And music, you know, you can download music to take with you offline on Spotify. But at that point, when I went to Japan, I think, I mean, this is like before podcasts and things like that. So I couldn't tell you. 
I have no idea how to deal with that. Damn. I mean, I probably brought, probably put movies on my phone. Probably just put movies on my phone, or just in flight. Back when airlines actually used to have screens on the back of your seats. Yeah. You can actually watch movies now. You actually have to have a device that you can you have to log into through their in-flight Wi-Fi, and you know. Well, it's cheap. like they don't. It's cheaper for them, so I can see that. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> oh, jeez. Um. Okay, so it was a long ass flight. So, but when you get there, after that long ass flight, aren't you just beat and tired? Aren't you just like so? What time of the day did you leave here, and when did you get there? Uh. I, I mean, your, your mind, it's just like jet lag is a real thing. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't tell you the day or the time. I couldn't even tell you it was day or night. I just remember we got there, and we landed, and it was such a wild, like, situation to be in. Like, I feel like telling you to you, you may not believe it. You know what I mean? Well, because when, when, we, when we arrived in Japan, um, get off the airport, of course, most, most uh, international airports – have of course train systems running from them and like i think we found i don't know if we found out what took us to tokyo on our own or not but i know that between us figuring out how to get to tokyo we ran into a um a tv crew yeah a tv crew was filming uh foreigners coming into japan and like basically doing the same thing you're doing, interviewing them and finding out like what the hell they were even doing there, what their intentions were. Yeah. And they found us and interviewed us and just took an interest in Joe and I and like literally not only like directed us on like what train to take to get to Tokyo, but followed us. They came with us to Tokyo and like showed us to where um, a capsule hotel is, which is, yeah, capsule hotels are a whole different thing. So, and um wait 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 wait, up wait, wait 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 hold on, hold on. let's backtrack so you you're an, you're a reality star you enjoy reality stars in in japan right now so i bet you I, <laughs> like i have i can't i can't confirm or deny if, <laughs> i know joe is because he's like tall white dude and japanese people love tall white dudes well they probably think he played for the nba or something <laughs> like, yeah. so i know joe is definitely famous over there um probably not me but <laughs> That's crazy. So, yeah. they, so they followed you around. You got to this hotel. That's And they filmed us. Yeah, they were filming us all the time. You know what I mean? What else did they film you guys doing? I mean, going through woods, like eating food. I remember one specific time they came to a restaurant. And like, that was like, they just like, I don't know, took us out to eat and like filmed us like eating food. Oh, um, like trying some of their like crazy shit. <laughs> yeah, like uh, pho or whatever it's called. I don't know. Their noodle stuff. <laughs> um, I mean, it was it was just, it was it was surreal. You know what I mean? And it was great because you know the TV show had uh, obviously it was for Japanese people. So the one the host was like spoke Japanese, but they had a translator. You know what I mean? Who would talk to us and then tell him and translate in Japanese what we said, so he could tell the show. Yeah. So it was like we had our own personal translator in Japan. You know what I mean? Who was like showing us around and like took us. We went to the suicide forest, which. Um, was incredible, Dude. you know. Oh man, you're gonna tell me about that as soon as this. Yeah, you have to tell me about that. I want to know. So yeah, they followed us there. You know what I mean? And so it's yeah. just like, what? A, again, that's just like the travel magic that I was talking about earlier. And where it's like something like that is just crazy. You know, I mean, we get 
you just yeah. get a, a film crew to follow you around and translate for you and actually show you things around and like what what are the odds like how long were you in japan did they follow you the whole time no not the whole time but they they came a good way like if i'm not mistaken came like they were, we they followed us around tokyo and then we went to the suicide forest in uh jeez kawaguchiko i think was the town town that which is a good ways away and they came out there and filmed us in the so i mean they traveled a bit to come see us where we were wow um but yeah i mean i just it was incredible i mean it was such a a great experience so just to talk to them and then just to go see these places and um, it just made it so much easier with them being there, you know, yeah. for sure. Was it like, I'm sure it's beautiful there. Like, I, I just have this vision of Japan being so, like, culture, like, I mean, some beautiful trees, bonsai trees. Like, I don't know. I just have this vision. Like, people, just like we talked about in the last podcast, people have visions of that country. And I, to me, I feel like Japan is just a very, the country part of it's very beautiful. But obviously, Tokyo is extremely busy, fast going. So, is it like that? Yeah, that that I feel like everyone who thinks of Tokyo thinks of that crosswalk where it's like yeah, yeah. the light turns green and like everyone just crosses every angle, you know? Yeah, it is. And it's, it is Tokyo is very much like New York on on crack cocaine. Wow, because like it's just people are going. They have everyone has places to go. You know, there's no time for bullshit. Like and, and but th- at the same time, they're so they're so focused on like where they have to go and what they have to do, but they're very courteous, right? Like there's no dickhead standing on the left side of the escalator to keep everyone who wants to like go faster, go like everyone is courteous. They're standing, standing on the, on the right. And the people that have to like, you know, walk up the escalators, go to the left. And it's just a straight up, you know what I mean? Wow. Um, very focused on, you know, efficiency, very efficient. God, they're efficient. Um, wow. So, but yeah, I mean, for the most part, it, it, it probably, that probably lives up most to what they convey on, you know, movies and okay. what in your head, you know what I mean? Like Tokyo is very much the bustling city and it's just, they build up, they can't build out. So they build up. So everything's just up, 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 you know? Well, why can't they build out? I mean, are, is it, there's just too much out or there, is there like too much? There's just, it's space in their space. The city, you can't make more space in the city, so they just go up. Wow. So their buildings are probably huge. Yeah, they go up. They go up, up, up. And um, like the billboards, billboards are everywhere. Wow. Lights, the, depending on where you go, the lights are just like, there's certain districts in Tokyo that just like, the. it's like Vegas. I just remember the lights were everywhere. Well, see, so when you want to, when you want to, you know, uh, Liverpool and England and stuff. It was, you know, it was in around 2010. So you didn't really post that many pictures or you didn't take that many videos. But then when you and Joe went to uh, Japan, you got a chance to actually FaceTime me and talk about different things. And so I actually got to see some of the stuff that you were talking about or see pictures. And one of the things that was very intriguing and you were talking about it earlier is that, so the film crew filmed you to go to this hotel and it was like a pod system. Like, yeah, it's capsule, capsule hotels. Like, it's wild. And again, that just goes back to their efficiency. So like, you know, it's better utilization of like space. So like, you know, come to America, you got your big ass hotel room, you got your bathroom, blah, blah, blah. The capsule hotels, like, it's like just a hallway and the walls of the hallway have holes in them and you just climb inside. It's like a capsule, like literally like in, like in the movie Aliens. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you go into like cryogenic sleep stasis or whatever, like same thing. Like, you just crawl in. 
God forbid. Thank God you weren't claustrophobic. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, very small. Like you, it's like the capsule itself. The length of the capsule is a bed. I think in the upper corner there was like a small TV. Um, you know, you had your blankets, and yeah, I mean, you and then you put your belongings pretty much in there with you. You know what I mean? And then there was like a community, um, like bathroom shower thing. You know what I mean? Um, Dude, I think there was like a smoking section, a non-smoking thing, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, it was just and like, and there was just like a little door, a little door to the capsule that just like shut you off from the rest of everybody else. And then I think there might have been like a curtain, you could pull over the door. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, pretty wild, well, man. How, how many, really cool. How many capsules? So like, you walk up. Were you like in the middle? Was there a guy below you? Was there's like. I'm a bit, I'm yeah, I think like, I, there was always a guy. I never was on the bottom. There was like there's like a ladder that goes, okay. you know, next to the holes in the wall. You know what I mean? So you can go into whatever. Well, I've seen like thing you I've were. seen tour buses with like musicians in the U, in the U.S. and they have like little bunks, and that's basically what the bunk is. Like it's probably the size of this capsule, basically like a small little bed, small like a cot, yeah. and it's just kind of like. Well, no, I mean like the floor of the capsule was the bed. There wasn't like a floor in it. You know what I mean? Like you would crawl wow. into your. And you would leave your shoes, you know, down below. Wow. So it wasn't like, there wasn't like a, you would go in the capsule and it's like a room, like the capsule, it was the, the room, the room was the capsule, like the bed, you would crawl into your bed, you know, from the ladder. What, what is your first impression when you saw this? Like when you walked in, you know. It was super sci-fi, dude. You know what I mean? It was weird. <laughs> like it's like a low lit, it's a low lit room hallway with like these lit up circles on the walls. You know what I mean? And you crawl in there and you're just like, this well, is, you know, well, you're they, in a capsule. Do they have like a front desk? Do you talk to someone there? And, you know, like. Is... Yeah, they had a desk. Yeah. The guy, I don't know if he spoke English or not. I think he did. But yeah, just a regular desk. You go in and then like, I think it was just like mm-hmm. you opened up a door. I, I mean, I couldn't remember how to go get back there. But um, I remember you opened up a door to go into the hallway. And then the hallway was just a long stretch of hallway with just capsules all like a three, like three high probably like i don't know yeah 20 20 down well do you like uh well th- you talked about it on the last episode um uh, the the english speaking english barrier how difficult was it in japan compared to everywhere else probably, um I'm i mean harder. japan was japan was a little bit more of a challenge you know if we didn't have that guy there that the translating for us um people did speak english there but it was more of a miss than a hit. You know what I mean? People, and even if people did speak English, sometimes maybe they weren't, you know, they were shy. J- Japanese people were a little bit more shy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe they weren't like, but then, but then we, there was for every person that was like shy, you know, or, or wasn't comfortable speaking to uh, Americans, there'd be the person that just goes so far over and above. Like there was so many experiences of like people that if they didn't speak English, they'd call someone in their family on the phone who did speak English and they would get them to answer our questions. You know what I mean? Or, um, wow. like there was some, like we went to a hostel that was full up and I think they called another hostel for us to see if they had any vacancies, you know what I mean? Instead of us going down there or if we didn't know where we were going, they would like lead us to the place. Like they wouldn't like normally here, you know, if someone's lost or you might give them a direction, I say, Hey, Oh, you just go down here. But they like took us these places and they just tell us like where they were, which, oddly enough has had a pretty big impact when I encounter someone who's from another country who's like lost. Like there's been a, at least two or three times when I've met people who are like lost and yeah. I'll just take them where they have to go. You know what I mean? Just because like it was so nice to have that happen to me in Japan. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's nice to do. I mean, you're just returning the favor. So that's, that's right. awesome. Um, 
Okay, I gotta ask. The Suicide but, Woods. I'm sorry. I know I, I've been. I'm sitting over here listening to you with this nice stuff. I want to know about the Suicide Woods. Tell me, what about the Suicide Woods? <laughs> suicide Forest was. Oh yeah, the forest. Uh, incredible. It was. It was super awesome. Like the. Uh, it's weird because it's not like a normal forest. Um, it like grew out of um, like. I don't know. I have to like refresh my history on it, but I, I do remember the floor of the forest was like lava or something. It was like rock. Okay. Um, it was weird, but there was like, you think of like, a, like a rocky forest floor, you would think like rocks, but somehow there was like trees and just all this other stuff growing out of it. So it was like this really weird, like terrain in the forest for sure. It wasn't like a normal forest, and of course it was just huge and quiet and dark it was so many trees the trees were so huge like you know it wasn't like uh-huh. it just was a weird kind of like did you like i don't know it you, was really cool did you feel it's called the sea of trees did you huh? did you like feel something like you felt like people died here i mean just because you had to think about it you had to know that a lot of people died yeah here. i mean there's signs there's signs when you go there in the in the park that say you know don't basically if you're consider if you're here because of suicide like reconsider you know there are people that love you you know what i mean so it's like it's like a known thing like it's a big thing for wow. sure so going there you knew that there was um there's signs there and then the weirdest thing is um there's a there's a practice among people that go there to kill themselves where they tie a string like they'll go into the forest with like some string and they'll tie the string where they they'll, they'll tie it like where they're about to deviate off the path Okay. And then in case, and then they get go deep in the forest, and then that way, if they decide to change their mind, once they get in the forest, they can follow the string back out because it's, it's a sea of trees. I mean, it's you can get lost in there for sure. There's not like just paths everywhere. Um, so when Joe and I were there, you know, as morbid as it sounds, we would always find these strings. I mean, every once you get to a certain point in the forest, you'd see these strings, like these ribbons or whatever they use. Like they're everywhere. They're all over the place. So we had this like morbid thing where we would just like, it, I don't want to say it was a game, but it was like, oh, let's follow this one. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we, we just we, like, let's see where this one goes. You know what I mean? But we'd be following these strings everywhere to see like if, if you know, what happened to the person at the end of the string. You know what I mean? Don't, don't. Most of the strings, they're so old. You know what I mean? So they're, they're, they're falling apart. Yeah. And they, they, they just, they drop off, you know, at a certain point. So we never found like, I mean, we found some messed up stuff, but, um, yeah. you know, don't go all Logan Paul uh, on me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically. Well, I mean, it was not wow. Like we, we actually did our jarring one we saw was like, um, we followed the string. The string was brand new. Cause most of the strings you can look at and like, they're like, they're dirty or they're, 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 they're uh, colored or, but we found this one that was like brand new. We're like, Oh shit. You know what I mean? Like it's bright. You know what I mean? There's it's, it's fresh. Oh it's like gosh. a brand new string. So we followed it. And when we got there, I want to say we found a noose, um, like a milk crate for someone to like kick out from underneath themselves and like a pile of clothes burning, but there was nobody there. You know what I mean? So I don't know what that was about. I mean, I, you know what it was about, but I don't know yeah. where whoever it was, was, Oh my gosh. Um, so yeah and again i have pictures of that on my uh, facebook and stuff so it was just like crazy i mean you know it's like you you know you you read about these things like there was a vice video on it of course that really got my interest about it in the first place but um but once you're there it's so different it's just crazy 
Okay, well, I asked for it and I got it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are things there. There are things in the woods that show, like, you know, yeah. there was a noose made out of a necktie. Um, you know, people definitely have been there in life, which right. is sobering, you know. Well, this podcast just took a, a left, so let's go back to the right. <laughs> 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 All right, so, okay. Obviously, when I think of Japan, you, you know, I think of anime, Pokemon, all the good Gundam, all the good stuff. What was it like? Everything you've dreamt of as a child when you played Pokemon and Metal Gear. You said you went there. But, you know, one of the reasons why you were intrigued to go there is because Metal Gear. And I know Joe loves anime and Gundam. What did you guys see? Yes. Did you buy um, stuff? How'd it go? Yes. One of the malls we went to had a giant. Uh, Gundam mech out front. I guess they're called mechs. I'm not sure. Um, which is crazy. You know, only in Japan would they have like a giant life-size mecha, mech Gundam out front. Yeah. Um, they had a Pokestop there. Okay. Yeah, at a mall. Yeah, it was right out front. Yeah. It was a big, like, you know, people were taking pictures. Now this, now when you say Pokestop, this is like pre- Like a legit, like, okay. like a Pokestop. This like you go in there- Listeners, this isn't no Pokemon Go Pokestop. This is actually a legit. yeah, and that's an actual <laughs> like, yeah, like you go in there. It's like a, it was like you know, it's like a a, a gift shop basically, where it sells like games, Legos, plush, candies, like it just Pokemon themed store, you know. But they call it a Pokestop. Yeah. Um, and which is awesome is everything I dreamed it would be. Um, you know, the parks were so freaking like you know, you just like medieval you know samurai kind of like you know the cherry blossoms and the the peaceful i don't know like the, i don't know what they call them well, just like the body of water in parks you know what i mean that just like they're, they're man-made you know what i mean yeah yeah well no i mean um i saw some of the pictures and like uh was did, if i recall didn't you like have like a monkey or like some kind of like there was monkeys like there's free roaming was it monkeys oh yeah and those monkeys yeah that was a that was like a park though like um or like a, yeah we, we we went for that that was uh i can't remember the area but uh yeah that was like a that was like a tourist destination so we went up there and it's like a park where these monkeys it's like the only place where they 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 sit in the hot springs so it's like basically like a natural hot tub yeah and they all just chill in the hot tub like all day long <laughs> you know and they're all just roaming. They're all just roaming about and jumping around. And then there's like signs saying, "Don't look them in the eye." You know what I mean? <laughs> um, don't or, feed them. Don't touch them. Don't throw shit at them because they'll throw shit back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but they're all they're all just. I mean, there's no. You're not like it's. You know, I mean, looking behind glass or bars. But no, they're just they're out and about. They walk right by you. You know what I mean? What's uh, what's the craziest shit you ate there? Like you and Joe. Like what's the craziest stuff you ate? That you, um, that you know of that you know of I want to say I definitely had like raw squid I'm for sure okay uh, the sushi there was off the charts I mean I cannot say enough about it. if you're a fan of sushi like Japan is the ultimate destination for sushi um well I, I'm, I'm assuming yeah. that all their most of all their protein is probably fish or some kind of thing from the ocean because Japan is like a giant island so, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just like I said. I mean, sushi was everywhere. Like it, it was wild because I remember going into the Seven Eleven there, and they had like high quality sushi in the damn Seven yeah. Eleven. And it's like, 
what the hell? You know what I mean? Like you would never dream of getting sushi from a, a gas station or a Seven Eleven here unless you wanted to like spend the next week, you know, well, sick with well, food that, poisoning. That brings that. Well, that that's another question I wanted to ask you. Like, uh, so there's Seven Elevens there. Are there other things that are kind of like from the U.S. there that you were like, oh, McDonald's, yes. <laughs> yeah, there's a seven, there's Seven Elevens there. McDonald's was like, you know. Um, I want to say KFC, KFC was over there. Oh, Krispy Kreme, or I want to say like like I think Krispy Kreme I think was over there. There's like a dinner shop, but it's like I don't know. It's like it's like high end almost over there. You know what I mean? Okay. Like the Krispy Kreme here is kind of like a, a just like a, a fast food of donuts. You know what I mean? But they're excellent donuts. I love donuts. Yeah. But over there, it's more like high end. You know what I mean? Like high end donuts. Well, I mean, I've, um, I've heard of like, I heard that like, especially with McDonald's, I heard that their foreign McDonald's actually do better money wise than because people get married in some McDonald's overseas, like, and they actually yeah. do, they do better over there than they do over here because they ad- adapt to, you know, like ink burgers and things like that, stuff made out of squid and fish, more fish. I mean, I think I had like a matcha. Um, milkshake over there, or like a green tea milkshake, or okay. they had a few different menu items. Um, I do remember eating McDonald's over there just to see if it tastes any different. Oh, wow. um, you know, because well, the thing is, like over there, um, I don't know, like the like over here, like McDonald's is kind of like a a beginner job, or you know, it's it's kind of hit or miss. Maybe teenagers might work in there or whatever. But over there, it's like. I don't know, no matter what job you do, the people take pride in it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. again, they're efficient, and there's not much, like, I don't know. It's just, like, everyone takes pride in everything they do. No one's, like, staying around bullshitting on their phone. You know what I mean? Which is crazy because like, they're, like, one of the, like, they're tech, I mean, half half of or all of our phones that we get are from there, <laughs> or at least from overseas. Right, yeah. So you would think like their technology is so advanced that they just, you know, would be on their phones constantly or they would be, you know, doing some crazy stuff. Um, no, I mean, it's just like everyone was like always busy or just like, I don't know. Oh, man. There was no wasted time there for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I, okay. I don't think that there was anything else for American brands. Yeah. I mean, dude, if you want um, – now, as far as brands go, like – drinks the vending machine situation over there okay. um was insane like insane well i mean if everyone's so efficient and fast i mean i would i would guess that i think you i think what you're about to tell me i think i remember you telling me there's like coffee vending machines yeah i mean well yeah they sell yeah they sold i got a hot coffee in a can out of the vending over there wow which is pretty wild yeah i mean yeah um but the vending machines, again, as far as efficiency goes, you know, they're everywhere. So anything you need out of a vending machine, they're, they're everywhere. So any anytime you need something, you just, I mean, they're on every corner. Yeah. Everywhere. And you can like use your card, like they had a card or like even a phone app, I think, where you didn't have to have money anymore. And you just scan your phone or whatever and just get what you want out of the vending machine. And I mean, they had everything. I, I think most of my money spent up there was on vending machines. Because <laughs> everywhere I looked, I had to try something new. You know what I mean? And there was always something new at a vending machine. Well, that's how I feel about like like I try my best to stay away from energy drinks. But if oh, you yeah. if you if I see yeah. a monster or if I see a Red Bull that I've never seen before, I'm gonna be like all over that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
That's crazy. Um, um, real gold was the energy of choice over there for me. Yeah. And I spent so much money on it, and I am so sad because I've yet to get a real gold since Japan. Well, you act like you probably. There's got. I mean, I haven't seen it. There's a grocery store in Baltimore that sells all stuff from Japan and China. So, dude, why don't you? I haven't seen it. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. It's the great. It's the great white buffalo of energy drinks. (laughs) No, it's not for me. (laughs) Great white buffalo. Um, all right so just like what we did like the last podcast what are the do's and don'ts like what would you someone's trying to travel to japan what you what would you warn them about and then what would you encourage them to do or definitely try oh goodness um learn a few key phrases before you go do lean learn a few key phrases um just a simple hello good morning excuse me you know just like greetings, I suppose, yeah. um, would go a long way. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, Do you speak English? That'd be a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I used to know a few phrases. Um, not so much anymore. But definitely take the time to learn a few things, like words-wise. Um, I would say do give yourself plenty of time because there's so much to see and do in Tokyo. There's so many different districts. Just And that's just Tokyo alone, let alone like like other actual parts of Japan, like Kyoto, um, like whole other cities, you know what I mean? So you're saying like, um, you should, if you have the, the the needs and money and time, you should definitely go longer than a week. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just go back multiple times. Like Joe is talking about going back again, which I totally am jealous of because you, you can definitely do multiple trips to Japan. Well, why don't you go on? Um, um, probably because I think I mean, he's things going on when we're working, dude. You know what I mean? Oh. I travel when I'm laid off. So. Well, I mean, I try to. Well, that sucks. Um, and then obviously, so translating and make sure you uh you find um a a news crew to help you follow follow you around and translate yes, for you. Find find the nearest camera crew <laughs> and just make yourself a star. That is wild. I really hope anybody that's listening to this. I really hope you. Ryan Testament and Joe Stoughton, please find me these videos in Japan. And... That would be hilarious. <laughs> Let me. <laughs> I searched. I have looked. I've done a little bit of day. I know the name of the show well, that what, they were filming. What for. year did you guys go? Oh, I don't know. Passport. Oh man, I'll have to... um, probably like two thousand. Hang on, I got it right here. That's been two thousand. And... 13. Woo. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. So 2013, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to find this plus this energy drink, this white, great white Buffalo. <laughs> you would love it, dude. It's good. Uh-huh. Real cold. Yeah. Well, is there any, like, uh, any fun stories that you guys had or did you guys get drunk? Go, go to a bar. Did you have some sakis? Did you have some good shit or you just kind of uh, stayed, stayed uh, one, you know, one pretty funny story, actually, I can say is uh, we were in Kawaguchiko uh, at this hostel, and um, we went. The, the hostel had a bar attached to it, and we went out drinking, had a good time, made some really good friends. I met one of my really good friends um, there. From her name was Marino. She actually came to uh, America and visited me over here. Um, and she has her own. She has her own hostel over there now. She's running. Uh, I would plug the name of it but I don't know if it's in my head 
<laughs> anyway, we were there drinking, and uh, the next morning, Joe and I were walking like through the city or the town. It wasn't even a city, and we like we knew Mount Fuji was there. You know what I mean? Mount Fuji is this massive mountain. Oh yeah, uh, that's like it's huge, and it's it's supposed to be visible in the um in that town, and we couldn't see it. We're like, where the hell is this? And um, I guess it was like foggy or cloudy that day. And wherever we were going, by the time we were coming, we like turned around and it was like Mount Fuji was just like right behind us. Like it was like this <laughs> massive, huge, like there it is. You know what I mean? Like it was just hiding. Wow. Um, and it was just like there, like clear as day, you know, in this massive thing. So that was pretty funny. We just like walked right past is that Mount the, Fuji. Is that, the, is that the mountain that has the Fuji water? I mean, theoretically, I would suppose. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome. So, would would you, uh, if right now they were like, you can either go back to the UK or Japan or somewhere new, what would you do? Oh, tough. Um, probably Japan. I have to say Japan. Yeah. Japan. Japan's just like, but think, yeah, it's awesome. Well, I, like, I I personally think that so like UK is kind of close to the US in a way where it's like it's foreign but it's not too foreign but I think if you want to be shocked I think Japan is probably the place yeah Japan is culture shock that's like you've left all that you know behind you know I mean that's like a whole new experience in every way shape or form that's a new language new culture I mean just just starting with like taking your shoes off when you go into places you know what I mean it's like wow it's the weirdest thing you know what I mean like and then you, shoes are a big deal over there. You bow when you leave yeah. a lot of places. <laughs> Not that. Ah, well, ah. they do. They do. They do to you. It's fucking crazy, you know. Like I just. Thank you. I'll do a little. Wow. Old nod. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Well, that wraps up uh, this episode of uh, traveling. Of Japan. Of of traveling to Japan. Yes. Yes. Very much. Japan. Yes. Um. So yeah, we're gonna probably uh, do another episode. Um, you know, it's probably gonna come out um, the next traveling one. I'm not gonna tell you guys, so you just gotta stay tuned and listen to the next traveling place that Ryan has been, and we are gonna talk about it very soon. So, thank you, Ryan. Appreciate it. You wanna say any last? Arigatou gozaimasu. <laughs> oh my, Lanta. <laughs>